BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balance Bond Soul on Fire. to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am your host, Taylor Schrecker, and joining me today, Queen of Queen, Lord of Lords, Claudia. Oh my God, these intros just get better and better. Hey, squirrel how you doing? Hello, Claudia, my my bestie. Hey, I know, I feel like I've seen you so much this last week. I don't even, I I'm overwhelmed with Taylor Schrecker. Are you, are, you, are you here for it or are you over it? I'm so here for it. You're one of the few people in the world where I can... Um, see you a lot and not get annoyed with you like I have a really bad tendency of just like getting really sick of people uh-huh I know it's I bad know this about you wait yeah. I have a question am I good for your battery yes did you did you hear what I said about you on the toast <laughs> okay so I listened to the toast well first of all you know I'm such a fan but you know well, what? let's also- be clear let's be clear I don't know if I would say that you're such a fan I think you really like the clips on social media <laughs> but that doesn't make you like a toaster you know like you don't listen wait, to full episodes I don't wait so I don't qualify as a toaster I don't think so Okay, fine, fair, fair. Like, You're right, because I need the social media clips. Like like when you guys were explaining Turdy, I didn't know it until I saw the social media clip. Right, and like you love to like call me and be like, oh my God, what you said on the toast was so funny. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so sweet that she listens. And then I realized like everything you would reference was a social media clip. <laughs> I'm like, this bitch doesn't fucking listen. And I would honestly, I would never expect like a friend of mine to listen to the toast like ever because I don't listen to anyone else's podcast. Like I'm not shading you for it, but I like how you tried to like make it seem like you were well, like, you at know. Least, at least I, you know, I stay in, in step with the cliff notes. Yeah, no. And it's very on brand for you because like you can barely run your own social media. <laughs> So, like, how can I expect you to be, like, fully, you know, aware of what's going on right. online? Thank you for that. I appreciate the you know? awareness of, you know, me being on brand. I will say this. 
I also don't listen to anybody else's podcast. It fucks me up. I agree. And it's like similar. Like when I was on tour, I really wouldn't watch a lot of comedy specials or really any. Because I was like so afraid that something would be in my brain and I'd like splurt it out on stage thinking it was original, like an original thought. And then it's like, no, bitch, you heard that in a comedy special. So like I have not watched a comedy special in over a year. Wait, also, so is that the number one reason? My other thing that I do too is when I listen to podcasts, I just micromanage what I do on my own. And I think that Hmm. everything that I'm listening to is a thousand times better than what I do. But that's also, I mean, my, I I have like zero self-esteem. I bet you don't do that. Oh my God, stop. You are so like no more negative self-talk, Taylor, for real. First of all, I'm sick. Let me do whatever I want to do. So true. Okay, fair. Um, (laughs) No, you know what it is actually that I find really interesting is when you listen to a podcast a lot, I feel like you start to talk like the hosts. Yes. And like with the toast, we have so much lingo. We like make shit up every day. We're making up words, turd, you know? And I find that like people will message me and be like, I feel like this person's is a toaster because they start to talk like like you. And I've heard that actually because I know she's a proud toaster as Stassi is on her podcast. She's like, I feel like Stassi is a toaster because she kind of talks like you guys. So it's like you start to like adapt a little bit when you start listening to people so much. So that's, I think, also a good reason as a podcaster why I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. Yeah. Okay. I like that reason. I'll use the. I'll use that as my reason instead of my. Okay. Yeah. Reason. It's all yours. It's way more. I'll, I'll copy your reason. I as you like, should. I feel like there's a lot that I pick up from you. I can't stop saying literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. You're very copyable, Claudia. Which I guess. Oh is my the god! Whole, it's the whole point of the job is to be an influencer. That's like asking people to copy you, right? Wait. That's like literally the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me (laughs) because I feel like girls who get copied are like so cool and creative and original and I really never felt that way as a kid like I feel like I was always copying other people who would you love to copy no just like my friends like things they were wearing and like shit they were saying and things they were doing like I was very much not in like a a free thinker like I was a copier I was like a follower when did you become a leader that's a good question. I'm, I'm full of great questions. It's the norovirus. It's really making oh my, my God. brain work. I am, FYI, if you're a new listener here because Claudia's here today, let me tell you <laughs> I'm better than this usually. I am so sick. And my wife, Tay, just got it. This, she walked in here and gave me a thumbs down, like, and it hit her. Oh, okay. So I actually got the norovirus, which is uh-huh. what you have. It's the stomach flu. I got it last year. So I made it my entire personality. Me and Ben <laughs> got it. So let how, me wait, tell you. How long did it last for? It was like a really, really, really bad 24 hours. Yeah. And then like a shitty 36. But the first full 24 hours were unlike anything I personally have experienced as a human being. It was so next level. I did a whole pot. When I returned, I took like a whole week off. Yeah. When I returned, I, me and Ben was hosting with me. Oh, and the worst part was that like, God. okay, so Ben like so on a Saturday both, night. Like, feeble and fragile together. Well, not really because Ben got it like 16 hours before me and it was a Saturday night. We had been out drinking and he's throwing up the whole night and he's like, I'm sick. I'm like, you're not fucking sick. Like you drank too much. Ben is always doing that. He's like, I have strep. I'm like, bitch, you're just hungover. Like, so I did not even remotely acknowledge his sickness. And the next day he was like still so hungover. So I went over to Jackie's place. Right. She was pregnant. Oh, Claudette. And I hung out with her. And then the next day I get home from the toast and I'm feeling really sleepy. And it's like, it's two o'clock and I can't keep my eyes open. 
So I fall asleep and I'm drifting in and out of this kind of like bad, like sick sleep. And I wake up a few hours later. I'm like, oh my God, I just slept for three hours. And from five o'clock that day to five o'clock the next day, it was round the clock, vomiting, shitting. It was one of the most humbling experiences I've ever, I've ever gone through in my life. And then Jackie got it and Zach. I got their whole house sick. Everyone in the family wanted to fucking kill, kill. me as they should. Kill. Yeah, but let's but, get clear. Ben was patient zero. Of course, of course, as he always is. <laughs> but I then, I not only did I make the, the virus my personality, I also made it my mission to spread the word about this virus. Right. Because I think people are like stomach flu, stomach virus, whatever. Yeah. But there is a a method to getting through it. And that method, I wish I wish I had spoken to you before. Me too. Because I think a lot of people make the mistake of getting on their knees and throwing up on the toilet. And the key to surviving this virus is never once lifting your ass from the toilet. Like if you have to throw up, <laughs> throw up in a bag on your lap or in the trash can. Because if you turn around... <laughs> If you turn around to throw up and you leave your ass exposed, you will shit on the floor. (laughs) Were you vomiting and shitting at the same time? So I actually wasn't vomiting, which is a miracle. A miracle. To Tay? I don't know. When I just went to the bathroom, I'm pretty sure she threw up. Yeah. And she's not a thrower upper. And I like, I must have caught a really mild strain of it. But let me tell you, so we're going to talk about my birthday dinner that you were at because yes. I want to talk about just all of the amazingness that was that It experience. was incredible. I also need to confront you about the caviar publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I broke it down with Tay for the Taylor Shrekker show. But you know what? Like, she's clearly biased because she threw the motherfucker. So I, like, need you to really help me break it down. Um, but we had, like, a family party over the weekend, just like, with, like you know, nieces, nephews, family, the whole shebang. And the way this virus just ripped like a wildfire through every single person in the family. Like, we now have, like, five people hanging on that have yet to get it. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, it took us all down. Yeah, you know, the more you pass it on, like, the less rough it gets. So, like, the people who might still get it are not going to get it as bad as you've had it. So that's nice for them. Right. It's insanely brutal. It was um, when you told me you had it, I I actually felt sad. I felt sadness. I was overcome <laughs> with grief. It was one of the worst times of my life. Like I'll, and I I never forgot it. Tay's literally upstairs in the midst of it right now. Jesus. At fuck. war with her own body. It's oh horrible. To be so deceived by your own body and like right? To it was like it's this virus that just rips you of your energy. So like you have to be running back and forth to the bathroom, but the mere thought of lifting your head isn't Lift, I can't. I literally was so sick. And I needed to like tell my family and I literally couldn't even pick up my phone. I literally gave my phone to Ben. I'm like, call my mom, tell her I'm not yeah. okay. I'm not going to make it. I've never talked to my family so much <laughs> yeah. while sick. And then watching everybody pluck off like flies. It was like, <laughs> oh no. And my birthday was a super spreader event. Yeah, you no, know? It's, it's also that time of year. So I'm really, I want to urge your listeners like stay safe out there. Do not share drinks. It is so contagious. <laughs> At least you got it out of the way. I mean, the way I almost just shat in the bed yesterday. Oh, yeah. Because it's so exhausting to go to the toilet. You're like, but what if I just shit right here? I feel like if you're like really grossed out by like poo-poo and pee-pee talk, like you're going to hate this episode. So maybe we should move on. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Um, But I do blame, I blame one of my nieces or nephews. I don't know which one did it, but one of those little fuckers did it. It's always kids, right? It's always kids. That's what I've learned from being an aunt is like, 
oh my God, these kids every single day, ear infection, colds. Oh my God. Petri dishes. Yeah, it's really gross. Speaking of, congratulations on your new Petri dish. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Jackie is pregnant for the second time. Oh my God. I know. Is she just beyond over the moon she is she's so chill you know i feel like she really was like put on this earth to be a mother she's such a good mom and like we always knew olivia was going to be like mom of the year because olivia's always she's the oldest like she's always been like really maternal mama Um, bear totally yeah and honestly like the way jackie just came at it she's such a good mom and it's like so what she's born to do so i'm like so happy for her and i'm happy for me because like i get more kids to play with so how many years apart from her first? They will Pretty be recent, right? They will be like 18 months apart. Oh my God. That's like Irish twins. Almost. I know. I know. I think she found out when he was like nine or 10 months. Oh my God. Was it, was it planned? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Bold. I like the moves. Yeah. So we, we, we grew up really close in age. Like yes. Which I think all- is such a testament to why you guys are probably also so close. Yeah. And so like, I think we all knew that like that's what we wanted for our families. And Jackie's just like literally out there creating the life that she wants. My siblings and I are spread the fuck out. Oh, are you? Yeah. Paige is seven years younger. And then wow. Zach is like 11. So we're just so far. I know, girl. So we're so far apart in age. Oh, my God. And Wait, are you the oldest? Yes. I don't I don't scream oldest energy. No, like literally not at all. What do I, what do you think? What did you think I was? By the way, I never even thought about the fact that you were older than your brother and sister. Well, because for the most part. Significantly older. Older siblings, like, and this is not meant to be mean. (laughs) What? Like have it all together. They're like organized. They're like. um, (laughs) I knew you were going to fucking say They take charge. And I feel like when. This really was apparent for me when we went on a trip together. Yes, Turks and Caicos. An international trip. Like your wife is very much the one. Like I would, I would believe Taylor Donahue was the oldest child. I wouldn't believe She's you were. She's the middle. I know. Can you even? No, Wait, she gives so older child. What did you think I was? I just never really thought about it, to be honest. Is it because I'm so youthful and sprightly? Well, I do often forget that there's such a big age difference between you and I. Now that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I feel that way about both you and Brian. Like two of my oh, best friends, queen. my best friends in the world are both 12 years older than me. And like, I literally never think of it like that. Like I never think of your age. I never think of Brian's age. And that's mostly because you two could both drink me under the table. But also, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we're really like kindred spirits. And maybe I'm just like a wise older soul. I, I was going to say, I think there's a lot of it that has to do with you that you're like wise beyond your years for sure. I just also don't think about age like ever, except like with my own body. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to have kids soon. But beyond that, like I really don't find myself thinking about age a lot. I try not to. Spoken like somebody who's not 40 yet. Trust me. I I used to say that shit all the time. That's fair. That's fair. Like Stassi had her on last week and she was like, I'm a really good person having this podcast this week because like I'm not fearful of aging. I'm like, you're 30 something. Of course. How old is Stassi? Great question. 30. I'm going to say like three I feel like that like makes sense. You know, she's 33. Yeah, that tracks. My wife's 35, which actually now I'm like, wait, is Tay older than Stassi? Potentially. Oh my God, the way I never even think about your guys' age, like I guess I didn't even realize you're kind of like Taylor's kind of a cougar. No, you would be the cougar. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
I'm a big ass cougar. Totally. Nice. So speaking of my age, let's talk about the only thing I care to speak about. about of course. 40, my of course. motherfucking birthday party. You know, the next day I went on the toast and like I because I know you don't listen to the full episodes. Um, I, but I did listen to that because oh, you did told you? me you talked about me. I really was so <laughs> impressed. And I guess by my congratulations, which should go to Taylor Donahue since she really planned the whole thing. Yeah. But I thought it was such a great way to celebrate a birthday. I feel like the older you get, you really run out of ideas. Like at first you throw parties and it's like lit and then you feel too old and you feel stupid. And then your birthday starts to make you sad, but you still want to do something. And all your friends are like, what should we do? It's actually birthdays can be like really toxic and depressing. Um, But I loved what you did so much so that like I really feel like I could see myself having that type of birthday party. I could really I could really see Jackie having that type of dinner party. It was very elevated, very elegant, very mature, but still really fun. Girl, thank you. I loved it. I had so much fun. I thought it was really like a nice kind of mature soiree. Well, that's what I was looking for. So Tay fucking nailed it. She nailed Um, it. I just wanted it to be like over the top elegance, decadence maturity you know yeah, everyone got dressed up like it was nice like owning a well not that we own but like pretending to own a home i.e. Mm-hmm. renting and being able to like host like 15 people in your own casa it's a flex. very very much so right it's a flex I was, for sure i was really proud and then we had these incredible chefs i was mm. like in love with marcus Oh he my was God. such a good time. He was such a good time. He was like fun with us, but also, and I gave you a major shout out on the toast and I want to do it again. The way you went out of your way to get kosher meat because the main entree was steak. And like whenever that's the case, me, Ben and Margo don't eat non-kosher meat. So if, you know, if there's enough planning, someone will usually like have a fish made for us or like a vegetarian meal, which is still really nice. But to get to eat like the same thing that you ate, just like kosher meat was so thoughtful and so nice. And I know kosher meat is so expensive and I know it's probably like a pain in the fucking ass to get. Um, was so nice and the food was so good. And honestly, it's really hard to cook kosher meat because it's more salty. Well, more often than not, you have to like soak it in water because of the salt. And this guy just fucking killed it. I totally, completely. And I'm in a full body sweat right now. Like oh my, my God, body I feel so totally fucking bad for you. <laughs> I canceled, by the way, when I had the notovirus, you can keep this in. When I, can't, when I had the notovirus, like I can't believe you're podcasting right now because I took four days off and it was when Jackie was on maternity leave. Oh, so I had all these guest co-hosts who like I had to cancel on like I couldn't even I didn't have the strength to write a proper message. I was like, sorry, we're off like I and I and Jackie came back like two weeks later officially. And so I never got to reschedule them and like I actually felt bad. But I don't even know how you're podcasting right now. Oh, OK, let's get back to my party. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I am you're the welcome. hardest worker in radio. You are. <laughs> in radio. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's a joke because it doesn't yeah. even like exist anymore. And also, like, not to be rude, like, you got fired. <laughs> like, you don't work in radio. <laughs> you work in not podcasting. My work ethic. You work in podcasting. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So the dinner party was amazing and I loved it. But I will say that I, the idea of mixing friends always gives me like moss me anxiety. My, my, my worst nightmare. It's like, it's like the number one reason why in the past, like usually, I mean, last year for my birthday, I went away with Tay. I was like, she always wants to throw me a party. And I'm like, I don't want to party. And she's like, why? So this year she was like, you're going to celebrate yourself. Like, that's like, that is like the name of the game in your 40s. And so I like kind of committed to that. But I was like, Jesus, like this idea of like having a big party. First of all, big, big, big parties I fucking hate. Because I feel like the whole time I'm making small talk with every single person there. So if you have a party of like, what, 50, 70, God forbid, 100 people. (laughs) It's like, I learned this from my first wedding. Yeah. You spend the entire party not eating, not drinking, and making small talk. It's which actually is like my so true. Least favorite thing in the world. You right? have to say hi to everyone. They like showed up for you. Yeah, and by you the time you bad. say hi to everyone, the party's over. It's fucking over. 
So I was like, I don't want a big party. And I may have planted the idea of a dinner party in her head. We had yeah. just been at her sister's 40th um, at Polo Bar. It was a vibe. Yeah. And I said to Tay, well, what happened was Tay and I, so Tay said, I, I said, I want to go away for my 40th. She said, absolutely not. We are trying to have a baby and I need to get my eggs retrieved. I was like, yeah. fine. Way to like steal my birthday. You and this baby going to gang up against me. I fucking knew it was going to happen. Didn't realize Dead. it was going to happen this soon. So quickly. So quickly, but here we are. So <clears throat> then she's like, well, I'll throw you a party. And I was like, no. And she was like, let me just plan it. Do you trust me? No, but fine. Yes. Dead. So then literally like three weeks before we were talking about it. And she was like, so it's going to start at like 445 and like all of our nieces and nephews. And I was like, 445. 445. What, 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 what kind of a fabulous affair starts at 445? <laughs> and she was like, well, all of our nieces and nephews are coming. Our family's traveling. And I was like, it's going to be a family party. Like, I love my family, but like family party and like when the sun is still out with children does not, not the scream vibe. Not the vibe. fabulous. Not the vibe. So I cried. And then we oh, had a therapy session. And you, so Tay was. I could never be married to you. <laughs> you are insane. Crying? At least I, I I communicate. Crying, Taylor. Yeah, crying, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, crying? You think I'm exaggerating? Do you know me? Of course I'm crying. You No, I, the more, I feel like I really know you very well. Like, I really do. <laughs> but every time we podcast together, I do learn new things about you. And what the conclusion I've come to is that you are not okay. <laughs> I know. I'm crying. not. I'm really crying. not. Crying over your nieces and nephews. I'm sure they're going to listen no, to this cry. podcast. No, not crying. They're going to listen to this podcast nephews. in five years and be like, no. fuck Aunt Taylor. Fuck no. Aunt Taylor. Oh, well, trust me. If this isn't the one that got him, it'll be something else. That, so true. That's so true. So no, true. Do, do you know why? Because I treat my real life like a real person, mm -hmm. but I treat podcasting like a fucking therapy session. Yeah. So, no, that actually, I feel that there's something about being alone with your microphone that makes you want to share. <laughs> all the innermost dangerous thoughts in your dome um, piece no in the I crevasses know. of my brain and i think about all the things i don't share like things that actually go through my mind i wish i could <laughs> i'll set you free i, no. I really <laughs> nobody really wants to know what's going on in this brain there's like really fucking diabolical mean shit that i think no i really want to know i mean i tell you i tell you everything i, I know it all yeah, but I, I do don't say that. it on the podcast. I'm actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm Claudia's therapist. <laughs> no, I call Taylor Strecker probably like once a week to FaceTime. And I would say, you know, once a month she answers. And, <laughs> and when she does, we have like an hour long combo that's just like shit talking, raw dogging. <laughs> like it's fucking diabolical. Diabolical. So I cried. We talked about it in therapy. I cried again. Jesus fucking. And I just said, Tay said, please just trust me. And I said, listen, Ashley's, br Ash Ashley's birthday was the best. Also, let's not forget that I'm sandwiched in between Ashley's bomb ass fucking 40th, okay, yeah. with her hot husband. Mm -hmm. and her, not that my wife's not hot, but like, you know what I'm saying. You yeah, know, yeah. you understand Ashley and Ben now. You I do. are obsessed the way I'm obsessed. I am. Do your listeners know who they are? Explain, like, I, I they should, but you explain. Well, I, from my POV, it was like, you were always going out to Jersey to hang out with Taylor Donahue's older sister and her husband and they have like yeah. kids and whatever and like honestly I never understood and I'm like bitch come to my house like why are you going over there right. and then I had the opportunity to actually meet them we spent the day together when we all went to Philly to watch the Niners play the Eagles yep. and oh my god like I totally understood why you're always out there I was like literally itching for an invite to their house like they're so fucking cool right and so fun and they actually like for me 
as somebody who's like, you know, kind of like afraid and just I feel really um, like anxious about the idea of having kids. They made me like want to be them so bad. Like they're right. so fun and they're so full of life and they're the life of the party and they love each other so much. And they also have three kids who they can't stop talking about. Like I just I felt I actually feel very envious of where they're at in their life. And like I would love to have my future life look like that. Totally. And just on top of that, they're so fun. Like we just, we were giggling the whole time. And then you thankfully, oh my God, thank you so much. sat me next to them at your birthday party. And we were having even more fun. Like I just, I'm really looking forward to developing my relationship. We're actually supposed to have dinner tonight. I know, but then. But you Nora. guys are all sick. Exactly. <laughs> Would you risk getting Noro again to no. have dinner? <laughs> I wouldn't risk getting norovirus again to, to have dinner with Taylor Swift, honestly. <laughs> If someone was like, you can have a two-hour dinner with Taylor Swift alone in a restaurant, but she has norovirus, and so you might get it from her. No. Oh, my God. Wait, the way Tay and I fought the morning of over, because, you know, she planned everything. And then she's doing, like, the table seating. And I was like, nope. And I, like, kept moving people around. The way we almost got, we, the way we almost got divorced over no. the table chart, table the seating, seating chart. is so stressful. Actually, the next night after your birthday, we had this spritz event. So fun, by the way. I worked on the seating chart for two days. And when I got there, the tables were set up differently than I was told. No. I was told it was one long table. And when I got there, it was two long tables. So I had to, I was panicked. Ben was like, let me help. I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> I was just like all these influencers who like really, we didn't pay. So like they were coming out of, you know, just, they were very yes. gracious to spend their time. I didn't want them to be like seated next to someone they didn't know and like not have fun and then like hate the brand. I was manic with these fucking place settings. Like, but I think it ended up good. Did you like your Wait. seat? Um, next to the queen, next to Claudette. Yes, I loved. Next to Turdy. Next to Turdy. You were sandwiched between <laughs> Turdy and Stasi. It was a Turdstas sandwich. Oh my God. It was, I was, I was in heaven. Absolute heaven. Okay, good. So I was actually in a Turd and Stas sandwich at my party as well. Yes. Due to my own making, but still, I mean, to have a repeat, I, it was I glorious. I will say, um, when we got to your apartment, like we all put our stuff down at our seats. I was really flattered. Like I was... Oh. I take I take seating like really personally. I'm kind of like Melissa Gorga on this season of Jersey. Like super not surprised by that information. Yeah, like it's it's a status symbol. And like when I got seated next to you, like everyone at the party was like, oh, this bitch is for real. Like we don't fuck with Claudia. Like I like I take seating really seriously. So I really appreciated that, honestly. And then like you not even putting me next to my husband was like so perfect. It was, you know, it was a space issue. It was totally like perfect. Me and Ben are always together. And like Ben made such great Ben. The thing with me and Ben is not to toot our own horns. We're really great <laughs> dinner party guests. Like, yes. So honestly, spread us out because we're, you know, yeah. you, ever, you ever see that episode of Curb? We're good middlers. People in the middle. Yes. It's a very strong role to fulfill. And not everyone can be a middler. But me and Ben, ben are both middlers. Me. Ben middled me at Ashley's 40th next to the head writer of um, SNL. Excuse her. Thank you very much. He was like, who can handle the most hilarious man at the table, Taylor Strecker? Thank no, you, No, that's ben. such an honor. So I when crushed. I see when I see a good table setting for me, I feel really privileged. So I wanted to thank you for that. And maybe I this could you. be a message to anyone who ever invites me anywhere. Give me a bad seat and I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that. I yeah. definitely or, believe Or like it. I'll sit there with a fucking pout on my fucking face like i will i will make it the worst party no i'm kidding oh, I, and also these are facts she's like no, this I, really is a promise. I really wouldn't but like i would like go home and talk the most the insane shit about shit. you i would never forgive you and i hate you well i'm really happy then that i put you where i put you and then you went and repaid me by literally emptying out the caviar 
in, I don't know, 33 seconds flat. I won't apologize. Claudette. I won't apologize. How on God's green earth when you don't even eat the stuff? Okay, because some fucking (laughs) moron placed the vat of caviar in front of me. So everyone was like, Claudia, will you make me a pancake with caviar? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything else. And so I did what I thought. I put a big scoop. I, I don't know how caviar works. I don't eat caviar. So I thought, you know, I got out my ladle and I scooped some caviar onto the little pancake and I passed it down. I did that a couple times. And next thing I know, the thing is empty. <laughs> Claudia was like, it's very deceiving. It's much smaller than it I, looks in the container. Okay. The, it was a big container and it was extremely shallow. I thought it would go deep. Yeah. No, no. That's like, that's what they do with caviar. Because they like literally serve ounces. It's one ounce. So if you had like given me the job of like delegating chicken fingers, like I would have known proper portions. <laughs> So somebody put the thing right in front of me. I don't know who, but I, I take literally no responsibility for that. And you know also, what? Everyone really enjoyed the caviar. So you also, also, so I went out and the day of and bought like a million of those little caviar spoons. They're like mm-hmm. mother of pearl. They're like specifically because like with caviar, it's like do not use metal because it will change the flavor of the caviar. Ooh, yeah. So I went out and got like a million Wait, of those. To what are you saying? So, yes. So no, say I, the word, say the word. Caviar. 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 Yeah, it's like the emphasis is on the ca. Caviar? <laughs> yeah, why are you putting the emphasis on the R? Caviar? Caviar. 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 I have no I have norovirus. Norovirus. <laughs> this episode is called the Noropod. Okay. Noro? <laughs> Honestly, I kept calling it the Nodovirus. I have no idea. I think it's norovirus, which is really fucking hard to say. It's like Ruth's Chris. <laughs> So, you used a metal spoon. I did? (laughs) Oh, you know what? I don't take responsibility for that either. (laughs) Because there was no dish. There was no utensil in the dish. So, I was like, what should I use? And and there was these tiny little mini spoons in the tuna tartare. And so, somebody gave it to me. So, again, I don't know what I'm doing. For some reason, (laughs) I've been tasked with this stupid task. And now I'm being... I'm being vilified. And you know what? I won't accept it, Taylor. <laughs> I love you so much. So anyway, <laughs> I had like one of the best nights of my life, hands down. Me it was too. so it was much really fucking fun. fun. And well, it was really actually, successful. I meant what? to tell you. So, Please. you know, Ben, my husband, Ben, has a podcast um, yes. with Josh Peck. Yes. It's called Good Guys. And yesterday their episode came out and their guest was Hillary Duff. Dad, love her so much. And Ben spoke about your party to Hillary Duff. But not by it? name. I asked him because I was like, "What?" I was like, "Did she remember me?" And he's like, "Oh shit! I didn't oh, think to say right. her name." I forgot about your Hillary Duff connection. Well, I thought you would find yes. it exciting that your birthday, even though Ben was talking shit about your birthday party, but like in a loving. Oh, way. I'm sure. Honestly, here's the thing too: as podcasters, we are professional shit talkers. Yeah. So if you like, you can't fucking dish it and not take it. Oh you my know God, what I mean? That's like so mature of you because I dish oh. it and I don't take it. I remember there was one time I was on my show behind the paywall. So I was really like not free. I, Freedom. I, I was really like going at it. That's and the so fact funny. that I got caught, I was so shocked. <laughs> like I was like, no way. Yeah. But basically I was saying that this friend of mine, like basically, okay, let me tell you the story and I'll get in trouble You're again. You're going to get in more trouble now. <laughs> but basically what she did was I, Tay and I had said, let's go on a double date with you and your husband. And um, we'll go to Carbone. We hadn't seen them like in a million years. We'll go to Carbone. We have a connect there. Every Tuesday we can get a resi. Okay. We have like a friend of a friend. We got a oh, thing. Look at you. I know. Hello. So she was like, yes, we made the plan. We had to cancel for whatever reason. No, no, 
No harm, no foul. What's that? No far, no foul, no fame. No harm, no foul. That's it. No, no harm, no foul. Period. <laughs> That's the end of the phrase. No harm, no foul. And then, like, two weeks later, three weeks later, maybe even a month later, she texts, "Hey, um, can we use that, like, connect to get to get a carbon res?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure. just her or for you too?" Okay, right. I'm all like, "Yeah, sure." When do wait, you guys want to wait? Did she ask just for her, or she wanted to invite you? No. So just wait. Oh, by the way, that shit don't fly. Because once you get in this town, it's every man for themselves. Once you get a hookup somewhere, you mm-hmm. don't fucking ask for someone else's. Like every man for themselves. A guest of a guest can't bring a guest. A hundred percent. So I said, oh yeah, I'm going to get in trouble again. <laughs> so I said, um, by the way, I want this person to know if you're listening, I did not tell Claudia who you were. Okay. So you are safe. Unless you start here with me and then I will tell her but, everything. But you'll tell me after we stop recording, right? <laughs> Duh. Okay. okay. So, so then, hey, can we get that res? I thought they meant like, let's get dinner again. Let's go to Carbone. Of course, because it's your like, connect. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. When do you want to go? We and, and she was basically like, oh, well, I actually need it for this business meeting with me and my husband and like two other people. And I was Bye. like, no. So, and I, and I said, it doesn't work like that. It's basically non-transferable. Right. Like you can't make the res with your hookup for someone else. Like you have to be there. Like it's uh, like it's the guy that Tay used to nanny for. He's yeah. he's one of the investors. So no, trust and believe. His... I understand what you're saying. You don't need to explain yourself to me. Like what? I was <laughs> I was aghast. Okay, no, that's crazy. That's like you know you know what I call that? Chutzpah dick. That's major chutzpah. 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 What? Chutzpah. Uh, well, when you have a chutzpah, you are a chutzpah dick. Chutzpah dick. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> I talked about it on the show. Of course. Wouldn't you? Uh, no, but continue. <laughs> and then I got a text. Like, Ooh. how dare you? And I was how like, long how long ago was this? Mm, like maybe two years ago. Okay. It's long enough that we can talk about it. Yeah. But, and we're fine now. It's all good. But I said, listen, and, and like the only way like people in my life get me is they're like, I just don't like to hear it for the first time on the show, which I think is That's a fair, actually fair argument. Cause it's like, well, if I'm mad enough to talk about it, then I should be, but like, like I said, it's my therapy session. No, I don't have fair. to confront everybody before I go to therapy. So same goes for when I podcast and when I do the Taylor Trekker show. You know, it's not the same, like not even at all, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but like also, give me a break. And I said to this person, oh, give me a break. Like, you know what I've done for years. Like, yeah. like you're shocked? Come on. Okay, I'm like really struggling with this story because like I want to be your friend and like support you blindly. But like, honestly, I'm on the other girl's side. Like, <laughs> I didn't like, say that. It doesn't matter. Like, if you had a problem oh with God. her, if you had a problem with her, like, just fucking tell her because to have to make a problem and like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm right. And you're wrong. I'm so mad at you right now. Okay, I'm going to go, go talk, talk about, about it on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so when Ben was talking about like, whatever shit scenario shit about my Wednesday dinner party. First of all, I kind of, I, I, I'm on Ben's side. I get it. Like, how dare you ask me to stay out till 12 or 1 on a Wednesday? Right. That's what Ben said on the podcast. He was like, we have an amazing party. But it's like, who the fuck throws a party on a Wednesday? Ben was so not okay. He was like so drunk and he like smoked some pot. So he was like pissed the next day he had to record with Hillary. And he's like, I'm not fucking okay. And it's because the Taylor's threw a party on a motherfucking Wednesday. Well, Margot drank water and she was fine and got up at 7 to work out. Yeah. So that's on, on Ben. Right. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> when Ben came in, so the reason why he brought it up is because on their podcast, they do this segment. It's called What Are You Nuts? And they have like a What Are You Nuts moment of the week. And it's something that happened to you this week that makes you say, what are you nuts? So it was <laughs> like, it. Taylor, you throwing a party on a Wednesday? What are you nuts? 
That's what that was why he brought it up. And so when he told me he was going to do it, being that I do this for a living and I know how to navigate these difficult, often, you know, sticky dynamics, <laughs> I said, that's funny, but make sure you're really complimentary of the party. Like, don't just be negative because then right. it can make it seem like you, you wish you didn't go. Right. And he had an amazing time. So I just didn't want his what are you nuts moment to reflect the opposite. I'm Teflon. I really am when it comes and to I this. Shocking because like, I'm so unwell mentally. Yeah, no, it's so true. But like, what a great thing about you is like, you understand business is business. I really do. Yeah. I really do. Eat, sleep, and breathe that shit, babe. A hundred percent. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So no, I love I love it. I'm honored to be a part of What Are You Nuts? Love, I love and, it. And, and also, with Hillary I'm Duff. flipping out. And Hillary Duff, I just... The only thing I'm angry about is he didn't fucking say Taylor Strecker and then play this really weird game where she had to guess who I was. I know. Well, Ben is like so bad with like pop culture. Like Ben would never put together that like, oh, my friend Taylor Strecker hosted an after show for a TV show that Hillary Duff, my current podcast <laughs> guest, was on. That's not how Ben's brain works. For Honestly, me, that's how no I think. No, no, no. That's abnormal. No one's brain should work like that. I would oh, mine does. put two and two together. <laughs> mine does. Well, that's why you're a queen. Whee! I love you. But no, I was freaking out too because like, the magician, Magic Phil, Phil the Magic Man was late. Yeah. And then, um, but he did us a solid coming. So he was allowed to show up at whatever fucking time he wanted to. True. And then um, Chris and Zen, their flight got delayed. So Tay made the, hey, I wasn't hosting. My wife was. So if there was any hiccup, that's on Taylor Donahue. She made and the so, executive decision to hold dinner. So we started dinner, which was supposed to start at 830, which is already late yeah. until 930. And that just set us it off was on a late. wild course. And I know that you ended up going to bed at three or four because you and your four. house guests um, continue four. to drink and do karaoke. And you're my hero. Like, you are Thank my you. hero. I want to be you when I grow up. Thank you very much. But wait. So I lost my train of thought. It's not my fault. Norovirus. <laughs> um, you and Stassi, I feel like you guys have been like, she came on the toast. Yeah. You guys, like, have been orbiting around each other, but I feel like you guys really solidified the relationship. Yeah, this, this weekend. Yeah. Well, I feel like before COVID, you and her were friends and me and you were friends and like it was yes. really separate. Yes. Um, and there was but like a lot of overlap in terms of like what we did for a living with the podcast and like we recap Vanderpump Rules. So I think I had, you know, even met her like literally twice, like at Jackson yeah. Brittany's wedding. And the one time we all went to Marie's crisis where I was like blackout yes. and had to go home. Yes. So there really wasn't. And then during COVID, um, she and I started talking a lot when she was launching her Patreon and relaunching her podcast because I had been right. through a similar situation. And I'm always right. like more than happy to help a girl out. Um, and so then once she got her podcast off the ground, I think she started listening to The Toast a lot just because she like, yes. needed something to listen to. And that is when, like, we really, like, started, like, DMing and texting and, like, being actual friends. And then this weekend, we hung out a bunch of times at the spritz party and at your birthday party. Um, but up until that, we just, you're right, like, we just kind of coexisted. It, I mean, I have to say, and again, my biggest fear in life is, like, mixing friends. But mm -hmm. this experience, like, taught me a good lesson. Like, it was so fun. And it, like, went off without a hitch. And, like, not everybody, like, left the, my, the dinner party being, like, best friends with right. everybody. But... 
everybody bonded with at least a handful of people in their own like whatever orbit. I will say I hate mixing friends too, but something that actually kind of changed my POV on that yeah. depends. It, it's it's situational, you know. Every situation is different. But yeah. was introducing you and Tate to Brian and John. Well, I was gonna say I feel like I understand I mean I always understood when you told me about that but like I had a similar experience but then it's also working out the way that the me and the Brian thing did I mean it's because of course like every person is it's just human nature to be so insecure and you're like oh my god these two people are gonna like each other better than they like me and then I'm never gonna see them again and I'm gonna be the moron who introduced them and I should have just kept them separate exactly that's like my mo and I feel like that comes from past social trauma no it has to a hundred percent it also I just think it comes from like like that's the human experience like being insecure totally but Having had that done to me in the past, I would never yeah. do it to somebody. And also, like, I but feel like you know what, Tay? I don't even think like when that happens, it's people being like intentionally. I don't think it's like an evil thing people do. I think sometimes you just really jive with people, and then you slowly like not every friendship no. is there for like a reason or a season. And sometimes you just find yourself like distancing, you know, yourself from no. one person and really no. feeling like I think sometimes it's not so malintended. Like sometimes it's just nature. No, I do not like anything you just said. Okay, I'm just, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I, I could see how like, how that could could happen without people really intending to hurt anyone's feelings. I mean, wait, are you trying to break up with me? No, bitch. <laughs> no, my God, not to make everything about the, you. Is this the foreshadowing of how you and Saucy are going to float oh, off into the sunset oh, oh, without me no. leaving behind and it's fine because sometimes people just bond with each other no I'm so sorry I was not saying that about me and Stassi I was honestly saying like a world in which like you and Brian became best friends and like we all started to drift like you know what like you and Brian are similar in age like you're both in the process of having babies like I could see not that you guys dislike me but that like you know that's how life works you get carried away and you you, you are gravitated towards people who are in no. similar life stages as you no toy 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 never say that around me again it would okay, never okay. she could never she no, and I want to make it clear. If you and Brian ever did that, I would literally show up to your house. I know your fucking address <laughs> and I would burn it the fuck down. Try leaving me out. See what happens to your throat, bitch, because it'll be fucking slit. Even at dinner. You guys go to dinner and not invite me? Literally. Dead. Just so you know, and I was going to tell you this, but this is the perfect time to tell you. Just so you know, Brian is taking me to a play for my birthday. That's fine. Okay? What play? The Juliet one. You fuckers. I've been asking. I said I wanted to go. <laughs> Bitch, I'm coming. When is it? Yeah, come. You have to come. When is it? Um, March 28th. Okay, I'm coming. I've heard it's incredible. It's like, it's the I music of. would love you to come. But and see, by the way, I told Brian I, I can this? get us tickets. I told Brian I can get us free tickets. Like, no one listens to me ever. You guys are icing me out. But see what I just did? I would never. I oh would God, never. Fucks. You you know what's so funny is I was talking about it like mixing friends on the Taylor Strecker show earlier this week and I said how Brian and I for for the first time ever without Claudia like being like formally invited and not coming or going to a play together (laughs) no I'm kidding it's your birthday and that's totally acceptable and I'm and by the way no I am coming I am coming but the fact that you (laughs) planned it without me is totally fine like it's your birthday that's such a nice gift from Brian no that's on Brian no don't worry he will be hearing from me shortly once we finish this podcast (laughs) don't worry I think this is a beautiful place to end I think in a really healthy um, emotional state you know and I'm not mad like at all (laughs) like seriously I'm not even close to being a little bit upset I'm fine stop asking I'm literally fine (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha
You're going to wake up in the night to go vomit because from your notovirus and I'm going to be standing over you breathing heavy with a fucking knife. And I'll say, you go to that play. It's the last you'll ever see a play. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Have the best time. I actually really don't care. I love you guys. You're coming. I am coming. (laughs) But on the off chance that I can't make it, like you totally have my blessing. I hope you have the best time. That's a really generous (laughs) gift. And I've heard the show is incredible. Really. And Juliet is what it's called. But like, of course, Brian takes you to the show. Like, I've been telling him we should go see. Because sure. <laughs> Brian saw it in the West End in London. And he was like years ago and he was like, Claudia, we have to see it. I'm like, OK. And then it just came to Broadway. And I keep getting emails from the PR people being like, do you want to come? And I'm like, Brian, we have to go. We just haven't planned it. So like, that's nice that he took my plan and, and gave it to you. But it's fun. <laughs> I'm obsessed with your laugh. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. And I just pooped a little bit. So it's time to go. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, I bid you adieu. Thank you for having me. Oh, Claudia, I love you so much. Dearly. I love you dearly. There just aren't words, truly. And I can't wait to party it up with you at Brian's 40th. I know. I'm really, I'm getting my clothes together. I'm really, I'm getting excited. Yeah. I'm shedding the weight uh, just through the norovirus. Oh, you know what? Life is all about finding silver linings. Exactly. And I'm really good at fighting when it you know, comes to maybe I will go to that. I, maybe, maybe I will go to that dinner with Taylor Swift when she has a notovirus just so I can fit into my dress for Brian's. <laughs> Claudette, I love you. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Taylor, for having me. And I know she's listening because she has to edit this. Taylor Donahue, I miss you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope you um, edit it really good and that you have an amazing day. I love you, Taylor Donahue. <laughs> You guys, if you don't already, follow Claudia at Girl With No Job and make sure if you don't be a toaster. Listen to The Morning Toast. No, lie. Rebranded. The Toast. Just The Toast. Monday through Friday on Dear Media. You guys, that is it for us. Thank you so much for listening. And you know, I always say it. I'm going to say it again. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, yeah, that's it. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye.